Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm going to get right into the Word of God. I'm going to say a quick prayer. and We're going to go right into this dynamic Word. Father God, in the name of your Son, Jesus, we give you honor and we give you praise for waking us up this morning, O oh God. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, Lord. We thank you for your provision, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God. And we give you honor and praise as we open up our hearts and our minds to receive your word today. Speak loudly to us, O oh God. Let it resonate in our spirit. Let the words that we hear today that is that comes directly through your word guide and direct our steps. We give you glory, O oh God. We give you honor and we give you praise. Amen, amen, and amen. The election is just days away. And God is counting too. We're just days before the midterm elections and the chaos continues. Is there anyone out there other than me looking forward to Wednesday morning when all the ballots have been cast? Amen. I think what I'm most sick of, and I don't know if there if it's just here in the South or if it's everywhere. I am so sick of politicians conveniently claiming to be Christians when it suits their needs. But when you look at their life as a whole, they've done nothing that has supported or exhorted what aligns with the biblical mandate of God. We are in a unique political climate. Never before. Has this nation seen such a divide and such discord amongst our leaders? And with this mantle of ministry on me, I would be remiss if I did not address what is on the minds of so many right now today. Because the word of God is our life manual, meant to be the staple that guides us through the most difficult challenges and issues in our lives. Let me make this very clear this morning. Democrats are not perfect. Republicans are not perfect. And please note, there are just as many Christian Democrats as there are Christian Republicans. And true Christians don't have to continuously make a public announcement. There are so many hypocrites and false prophets. The Bible tells us you will know them by their fruit. It's a person's fruit that determines their walk with God, not their proclamation. We are to follow the example of Christ who looked at the heart of a person and had compassion for the people. In Romans 12, verses 16 through 18, the scripture says, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. You know, everything hinges on leadership. When you have leaders or people campaigning for leadership who don't honor the word of God and look to operate with a spirit of harmony in and outside of the political arena, you should think twice about honoring them with your vote. I heard a politician the other day 
make his claim and wrongfully boast because what he said didn't even line up with facts once the facts were checked. But in any case, he thought that it was noteworthy to proclaim how quickly he mandated for everything in his state to open back up during the pandemic. I'm sorry, but my thought was in the midst of a pandemic that no one alive in this time has ever lived through, a pandemic that was baffling the minds of scientists, because of money and greed, you chose to open up the floodgates, ordering people to go back to work so that money could be made. In other words, you are admitting to putting money and greed before the lives and the livelihood of people. The scarier thing for me is some people don't see the arrogance and the lack of compassion in his statement. I want to issue a warning to those who are casting their vote based on the economy. Pause for a moment and reevaluate your faith in God and his word. In Hebrews 13 and 5, it tells us to keep our lives free from the love of money. And I know some of you are saying, I don't love money, but I do recognize the need for it. I get you. But let me say this. When you make crucial decisions based primarily on money, you have just bowed to a level of fear that has shifted your faith in God to dead presidents. Please listen to me this morning because we are children of God who are mandated to walk in dominion so we are obligated to vote because we cannot carry out the mandate of dominion if we are not part of the process of choosing the leaders of our nation. But because we have to always be mindful that nothing God has mandated us to do should be based on money, greed, fear, or a lack of faith in his ability to provide. When it comes to the economy, I want to give you a quick little excerpt from Business 101. First and foremost, we do not live in a nation where the government can dictate to a business how much they can sell their goods or services for. And trust, you don't want to live in a nation that has the liberty to do so. The economy since the beginning of time has always and will always fluctuate. Read your history books. You can even pick up your Bibles. Economic fluctuation is in the word of God through and through. Now, if you all remember a year or two ago about being excited when we saw that the retail stores and the fast food entities were upping the minimum wage that they were paying their employees and we got all excited. Now, come on. Any of you with an ounce of business sense knows that if a business's overhead increases, the prices of their goods and services is going to also increase. That's business 101. There is nothing any Democrat or Republican can do about that. We have to stop allowing politicians to insult our intelligence. And attention to those who have a relationship with God and call him father. When prices increase, our father just increases his child support. 
The problem is we allow the ways of this world to get us so flustered and so aggravated that we don't even take the time to go before our Father and submit a request for an increase. The election is days away and God is counting too. He's counting how many truly trust him. How many have more faith in the provisions of politicians than they do in him. I also want to make it very clear and pull back the covers on something else. Abortion is just an issue that is being used to sway votes, no more, no less. Those pushing this agenda are no different than the Pharisees that brought the woman that they caught in adultery before Jesus. Their heart was not concerned about the righteousness of God. They just wanted someone who they could point a finger at so that they could declare themselves more righteous than them. If they were concerned about the righteousness of God, they would have brought the man that the woman was committing adultery with before Jesus as well. But Jesus in all of his glory, he recognized their hypocrisy and he said to them, ye without sin cast the first stone. And then he looked at the woman and said, go in peace and sin no more. The issue of abortion is a sin that is being used to create division because there are those who feel to accomplish their goals, they need to divide in order to conquer. In Acts 16, there is a woman who was speaking the truth, drawing a crowd, but even in her truth, Paul declares her to be quiet because although she was exalting truth, her intentions and how she was using the truth was ungodly. This is why it is so important to know the intentions of the heart of a person, even with the exaltation of truth. You must know someone's intentions because far too many times, truth is being misused. And then we allow what is truth with the wrong intentions to steer our decisions. As we pick up the mantle of dominion, we really need to dissect the instructions outlined in Genesis 1.26. The scripture reads, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on earth. We are charged to operate in the spirit of dominion over every creeping thing that creeps on earth. I am not supporting abortion, but I also understand the mandate given to us. And I also understand that an all-knowing God gave us free will, knowing his precious gift to sin against him over and over again, but he still and his divine wisdom gave us free will. Everything is not for man to monitor, judge, or rule on. 
As children of God, sometimes we just need to stay in a child's place and let God be God. Whatever you do, don't follow in the steps of those who think, move, act, react, and present themselves like the Pharisees as hypocrites before God. Ask yourself this, with all of the injustices and the killing of birth children, the biggest focus concerning children and families that is on some politicians' minds is abortion. Again, please know I am not supporting or promoting the act of abortion. I just believe that God will not hold us accountable as a nation or as individuals for a woman's decision. The election is days away and God is counting too. I do believe that God will hold us accountable for the miseducation, the abuse, and the killings of our birthed children. Not to mention, I believe he will hold us accountable for using and allowing the issue of abortion to be a smokescreen that promotes hypocrisy, deception, distractions, and ignites division. In 1 Samuel 16 and 17, the Bible tells us that God looks at the heart of a person. Again, we should follow his lead. I urge you all this morning to walk in the dominion God has given each of us and vote. In Psalms 146, verses 3 through 5, David offered us some words of wisdom. And I'm going to read it to you in the message translation. The scripture says, don't put your life in the hands of experts who know nothing of life, nothing of salvation. Mere humans don't have what it takes. When they die, their projects die with them. Instead, get help from the God of Jacob. Put your hope in God and know real blessing. God made the sky and soil sea and all the fish in it. He always does what he says. He defends the wronged. He feeds the hungry. God frees prisoners. He gives sight to the blind. He lifts up the falling. God loves good people, protects strangers, takes the side of orphans and widows. But he makes short work of the wicked. The word of God tells us to not put our trust in man. In other words, don't let positions, titles, political affiliation, celebrity status, fancy words or proclamations exalt fear in you or sway you in making your decisions. Govern your life according to what aligns with the wills and the ways of God, period. No ifs, no ands, no buts. Always keep in the forefront of your mind to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. Then based on that, make your decision. Based on that, choose your affiliations. Moses exalted instructions that aligns with this very principle of seek ye first in regards to choosing leaders. 
in Exodus 18, 21, then again in Deuteronomy 1, 13. As the scriptures read, select from all the people able men, such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness. And then he reiterates with choose wise understanding and experienced men from amongst your tribes, and I will make them heads over you. If we truly want God to reign over our nation, then we need to use the dominion given to us and choose our leaders as ordained in the word of God. The election is days away, and God is counting too. In closing, I want to leave you with this. Everything we do, everything we don't do, everything we say, everything we don't say. In Romans 14, the scripture tells us that we will have to stand before God and give an account. Don't just vote, but cast a ballot that is pleasing to God. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of your son, Jesus, thank you, God. We lift up our nation to you. We pray to you, O oh God, for a more perfect union. Lord, we pray for your divine leadership. Lord, in our imperfections, let us reverence your perfect word. Lord, raise up your people setting aside all affiliation. Let us heed to your word and walk by the fruit of your spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Lord, we bind the spirit of division. We bind the spirit of deception, the spirit of lies and deception. Lord, we pray for your protection against evil and wicked agendas, violence, foolishness, and demonic accolades. Let those who call you Father, who have committed their heart to serve you, exalt your righteousness. Lord, use your children for your glory. Let our convictions and our faith that we stand on in the midst of chaos, as we stand on your word, let it speak loudly and cause others to be like Nebuchadnezzar who proclaimed, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Lord, that they may not serve nor worship any other God except you, the King of Kings, Woo. the Lord of Lords, the creator of all things, the Alpha and Omega, the one who is the beginning and the end. We give you glory, O oh God. We say thank you for extending us grace, for extending us mercy. Again, we lay our nation at your feet. Amen, amen, and amen. While the storm clouds gather
the mountains to the prayer. 